are now about to witness the strength of knowledge. This is Steve Dace. Raising a banner of bold colors, no pale pastels. People should not be afraid of their governments. Governments should be afraid of their people. Our rights are inherent and essential, derived from our maker. That is liberty, and liberty will reign in America. This is Steve Dace. And greetings. Happy Wednesday. Thanks for tuning in here on the Steve Day Show podcast edition, courtesy of Westwood One, powered by CRTV. I'm Steve Day. Todd and Aaron are here alongside as well, and we would love it if you would join us. Here's how you can do that. Let us know what you think about what we think by emailing the show, steve at stevedace.com. You can also uh, like us and find us on Facebook, and you can follow us on Twitter at Steve Dace Show, and the last name is spelled D-E-A-C-E. And speaking of CRTV, we just wrapped up production for today's CRTV show. Let's give the audience a preview of what's coming up today at CRTV.com. Todd? I don't think I've ever had quite the level of disconnect as I had between where I was in my head when you went into fake news or not and the clip with a particular woman speaking because I wasn't I wasn't familiar with her, who she was at all. I, at the beginning, she was kind of... I mean, she, she was well-spoken, but I, I didn't really know where she was going. And then where I ended up after you... Um, dismantle her and sold her for parts um it was (laughs) it was something else from beginning to end for me yeah uh great uh, great analysis today from uh, daniel horowitz on the iran deal and uh, what it means specifically as it pertains to foreign policy with iran and then what it means in the future for uh, our foreign policy in general. Uh, it's not all, I mean, it's great news. It really is. And Daniel tweeted yesterday that this is one of the finest days, if not the finest day of uh, President Trump's presidency. Uh, but it's not all, all sunshine and roses. Uh, and so we get, we get into just an honest, brutal analysis of what, what went down yesterday. You don't want to miss it. CRTV.com, promo code DACE. If you're not yet a subscriber, that's how you'll get a discounted subscription that doesn't just give you our show, but every show we do here at CRTV from the great one, Mark Levin, all the way down to little old us here at the Steve Day Show. What do I mean by discounted subscription? It's like a quarter a day, like 25 cents a day. If you use my name, promo code DACE, it'll cost you 25 cents a day to get one of the, I don't want to disparage some other people around the the medium that do great work. So I'll simply say one of the finest lineups of uh, conservative commentary and reporting you're going to find anywhere in the country. Promo code DACE, D-E-A-C-E, at CRTV.com. Just 25 cents a day is what that promo code is going to charge you to get access to every one of the shows. You can go back and watch the old stuff. Like if you didn't subscribe, Yet, and you missed, we started a new series for the month of May. We're doing three power interviews with big names in the conservative movement on what's the current state of conservatism and what's its future in America. If the first one of those interviews was with arguably the biggest name in conservative media right now, the one and only Ben Shapiro. If you missed that yesterday, you're not yet a subscriber to CRTV, use that promo code. And you know what? It's just a quarter a day, and you'll get to see that interview and what we did today on the show with the Iran deal and more. You don't want to miss it. CRTV.com. 
promo code DACE. All right, let's get to the meat and potatoes of today's podcast. It's a Wednesday, which means we play a little game called Buy, Sell, or Hold. Our producer, Aaron, maybe with the help of some of you in the audience, I'm looking at you, Constantinus Roditis, so apparently we can't do this show each week without you. Uh, you get to offer up suggestions, uh, provocative statements of things you think may or may not happen, and Todd and I will then consider them, uh, not really thoughtfully, probably just you know swing from the hip, and you know instantly and overly react and we will say either buy or sell hopefully have at least one legit reason why although that's not a requirement we're just emoting here and then once per episode you are allowed to place a hold however if it's for any reason other than the proposition is so beyond ridiculous it doesn't merit an answer then you will be ridiculed for punking out which is a clear violation of the dude code Aaron. Uh, my voice will give out at some point during this podcast. I'm going to hold on that. And if it does, no, I don't have Benjamin Button disease and I'm not gone back towards uh, puberty. Uh, we'll start with uh, Constantine. It's allergy season. It is, it is allergy yeah. season. My voice was given out last night. Uh, Constantinus Roditis says. Let's just get it out of the way now. The Iran deal gets renegotiated in the next 90 days due to European pressure. Sell. Total sell. Yeah. It should be absolutely sell, and so I will sell. I'm trying to my, remember my policy is I, I'm, even if things seem crazy and impossible, I must consider them because this is where we live now. But I so that was my moment of pause. But sell now. Let me add this context. Though. See, okay. see, okay. yeah. What you just said prompted me to <laughs> no, point this on, out. Ty. All right, I don't think what Constantinus Roditis. And I'm at the point now, I'm actually starting to like saying that. I've gone from being annoyed at his omniscient presence on our show. To, I, I, his, it's got a good beat and you can dance to it. Um, his proposition, given who Trump is, is not a ridiculous one. I do think you'll see stuff like this. Like what we saw with the Paris Climate Accords. He pulls out of them. And then, you know, you're talking about a guy who's, who's his core worldview is art of the deal. That, that's really the heart and soul of Donald Trump. So I don't know that he can avoid opening doors for people to give him offers any more than I can not watch a college football game if it's on television. It's a state of being. You know what I'm trying to say? It, yeah. It is. It, it's, it's me like, I'm, no, there's no way I'm seeing the next Superman movie. I, I, there's just, I don't know how I could not do it. It's just, it's in my being. I, I, you know, the Man of Steel was my masculine hero growing up. And the only way I would tap out is if they stripped him of all his masculine heroism. And then that wouldn't be the Superman I remember. And I would rebel against you by watching all the good Superman stuff that I do remember. So art of the deal is Trump at his core. So I would anticipate we're going to hear a lot from Trump of, hey, if you guys can get Iran to negotiate a better deal, by all means, bring it to the table. I don't think he'll, I don't think Trump on any level ever shuts down the door to negotiating with anybody on anything. I think that's just who he is. All right. But the idea that something would come up over the next 90 days that, I mean, you know, Trump is sensitive to conservative criticism which means he loves it when he's getting lauded by conservatives and he is getting he's getting you know palm yeah, trees right now yeah. okay uh, he loves it when baby netanyahu cheers him on and baby netanyahu is wearing trump underoos right now so whatever deal the europeans would come to trump with would have to be so grand that trump's like yeah i can sell that to my base which is why i don't think it'll happen 
But do I think he will verbalize that he's open to it? Sure. How many times did he verbalize he's open to renegotiating the Paris Climate Accords? He's done that how many times? Did we still pull out of the Paris Climate Accords? We still pulled out. He still left the door open for you to give him a better offer. So I think we, remember what I said the day he took office. I warned everybody. And I think we have to keep repeating these warnings. We're just as guilty and susceptible to it as everybody else. Don't react to everything he says like you would a normal president. Sometimes he's just throwing stuff out there to see what the reaction is. Sometimes. Or what what kind of deal he can get. Like Twitter right now probably. (laughs) Yes. As we speak. Yes. All right. Wait and react to what is actually done. Okay. So that qualifier has now been stated. All right. Cocaine Mitch says North Korea nice. will agree to denuclearize prior to November, becoming Trump's we caught Saddam moment, propelling the GOP to gains in both the House and Senate. Part two, McConnell will not be out as majority leader come January 2019. Divorce both of those statements from each other. Okay. First of all, McConnell's never going anywhere. Yeah. That's never happening. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. He will outlive us all. We are all going to be dead. And he will still be the Republican leader in the Senate, or at least what's left of the Republican Party. And you wonder why people um, people theorize about the lizard people running things? That's Mitch McConnell. Indeed. He's, he's a lizard the, yes, person. Yes. Or the shadow people, yeah. one or the other. Um, the other one. So I'm totally selling on Mitch McConnell being gone. Never happening. Totally selling on that. The other one is if, if the Republican Party were capable of overthrowing the likes of Mitch McConnell, he wouldn't have been your leader in the first place. Okay? So that's never happening um the other one though (laughs) when i saw nancy pelosi say yesterday yeah (laughs) yeah see i know what i'm gonna say i do so so here's what i'm gonna do todd okay the next time you're like because you know pastor (laughs) yes Yes. I did. I went. I went. Con. <laughs> when I saw Nancy Pelosi, I was sitting in my in my in my desk at my house, working on finishing my book manuscript, and it pops up on my Twitter. Nancy Pelosi, we're going to raise taxes. You guys put us in power. I literally, I was sitting. Erzin. Erzin. So the next time, the next time you say whoever's dumbest last loses, and I have some mamby pamby smarty pants talking point or trend line, I just want you to get up. I want you to grab that cup there and just hit me upside the head with it, randomly, and then don't say a word and just sit down. Okay, I, I give up. If I the cameras aren't up. on, turn them on when that happens. Yeah, I just I give up. Okay, forever more. Whoever's dumbest last will lose. Okay, I just metaphysical certainty. I, I, I don't. I, I mean, the American—they're willing to let Nancy Pelosi lie to him, and she just still is like, "Oh no, we're gonna." I love the ta- way she's. We're gonna tax. Yeah, yeah, that's accurate. We're gonna tax the hell out of you guys. I just want you to know that going in. <laughs> can't wait. I mean, so great. I can't wait. This for- show. Is awesome. I can't wait for Todd's first encyclical when he's the Pope. It's going to be the shortest encyclical ever. Whoever's dumbest last loses. Next one. Vatican three is one word. And Next it's in encyclical. Latin. Journalism whoever's, whoever's is magical and not at all it's, I'm going to do a full edit of the Book of Proverbs, and it's just going to be winnowed down to that. Third encyclical. Nice. What was the question? Yeah. 
Uh, let's see. So you know, uh, that's about Korea, though. You were that's how you started off talking about because Korea. that because the idea that of of helping them get gains and things that it shouldn't. I mean, you have all these record retirements and everything else, mm-hmm. but but now they want to be the party of <clears throat> um forty something porn stars and Iran, and we're going to tax the hell out of you if you let us. I. I I don't know, man. And Trump now, here's the thing. If this was just simply based on direction of the country and policy achievement, Trump's approval rating should be 15 points higher. And I'm not kidding you when I say that. Straight up. He should be pushing 60%. Right now it's about 44, 45%. And so you have these two gravitational forces, man. You have a guy whose personality has brings him a ceiling of people he can't, reach even if they like the stuff that he does that's exactly right and then you have another party that seemingly wants to repel as much of the american people living outside of the 15 percent of counties hillary clinton won in 2016 as they possibly can so you know what i'm gonna go back to what i wrote my very first column of the year was what anybody who tells you they know what's gonna happen because of these two gravitational forces I just explained. Yep. Anybody who tells you that they know what's going to happen in this midterm election because of these two things pulling at each other, don't buy it. Which is a fancy, smarty-pants way of saying what, Todd? The one who is dumbest last loses. That's right. And so from now on, I am, I'm, I'm just, that's where I live. I'm just going to live there until the votes are counted in November. That's where I'm at from now on. That's a good, good place to be. All right. Jacob Arthur says Nikki Haley is now being marginalized by Trump. He has a three-part thing. You buy, sell, or hold on that? Uh, I'm selling. Sell. Yeah. She's one of the most valuable assets they have. Yeah. And and she will do a better job of explaining John Bolton's foreign policy aims and decisions than he will. She's more likable, more telegenic. Yeah. Todd? I'm right with them. Yeah. So I have heard nothing along the and the way she handled. Well, just a couple of days ago, was something about um, if, having a problem with how your boss says things. I mean, she's just like j- just a freaking Jedi when it comes because to this she, stuff. She will not take any bait. She realizes I don't need Donald Trump to be successful. Right? He needs me more than I need him. And that's true. And so that's why she doesn't, she doesn't, she's able to resist the temptation to clown right. herself yep. because she's not tempted by it from the outset, you know? I, I, I'm not sure what, what Jacob uh, is referencing here. The next two are, are about Haley as well. Rudy Giuliani will outlast Haley on Team Trump. I'm selling that as well. And I think you guys probably are too, right? I am. Yeah. Uh, and three, I, I'm not instantly selling that. I mean, I, I could see a mercurial Trump four or five months from now, sick of Bolton, brings in another Rex Tillerson type. Yep. Nikki Haley's like, I'm not playing that. And I, I could see Rudy Giuliani, desperate for attention, literally taking any task that um, custodial engineer of the West Wing. I could see Rudy Giuliani at this stage of his life oh, with whoa. nothing else would literally yeah. do desperately do anything. Trump demanded of him to remain uh, relevant and on that's camera. That's true. I didn't. I just thought Nikki Haley wouldn't get fired. You're saying she might go out on her own terms. Uh, uh, yes. Got it. Yeah. And the third one is Haley is almost <laughs> certainly in the mix now for 2020. No doubt about it. Well, well, depending on what, who knows, you know, whether we have an impeachment next year or not, and who knows what the environment of 2020 is. But she is, um, Nikki Haley 
will replace for the for the conservative smart set, meaning people that are actually conservative, but think we have to have a certain package in a candidate in order to win. You know what kind of crowd in the yeah. National Review crowd largely is who I'm talking yeah. about. Nikki Haley is now number one, way past Marco Rubio. What you've watched in, in terms of national aspirations is you're watching Marco Rubio's momentum and base is all gravitating to Nikki Haley now. She is that. She and Scott Walker, you know, is, right. a, fa- is a fan of is a favorite of that crowd. Nikki Haley now has surpassed Scott Walker and Marco Rubio in terms of national stature of that. That's crowd. an interesting comparison because they both gave the reaction to uh, State of the Unions at one point, didn't they? The Republican not reaction. Walker Jindal did, and it wasn't. It was a disaster. Rubio, and Rubio did. Rubio and, and that was the Haley drink did. of water. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Uh, oh, you mean Haley did once? Yeah, mm-hmm. Yes, Haley did. Yeah, yeah, I thought you meant Walker. No, uh, Oregon Redskin says June will be a better news cycle than May already has been, and we are, what, eight days in? Hashtag cocaine Mitch and them China people. So basically saying June will be, have a better news cycle than May. I don't know how you can say that. We're only eight See, days Steve's in. See Steve's answer of like two minutes ago? Yeah. You you have no idea. Yeah. Uh, Ted Nuss says, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, that's gonna, a hold. That's a hold. You think that's a hold? Yeah. That's a, but all right. If we all listen, it, it's, we're not punking out if we all agree on it. No, that's not <laughs> punking out. That, as, as Aaron said, metaphysical certitude. Yeah. There, we, There's cowardly safety in numbers. So if we all hit hold, then it's okay. We, we hold our breath making this show every day because we don't know what <laughs> Trump have, is saying right now. There have literally been days we got done, went yes. home and we looked at each other and like, why did we just do that? Exactly. Show? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, Ted Nuss says, uh, Mormons will pull out of BSA, Boy Scouts of America, but Catholics and Evangelicals will do nothing. First part of that is already true. Catholics and Evangelicals do nothing. You buy or sell or hold on that. Oh, well, Evangelicals don't have a centralized authority. Numerous Evangelical churches pulled out of the Boy Scouts when they went down the first round. So I think that part of the equation is already kind of a null and void proposition. It's already been addressed. Now, I don't know local Catholic diocese how close of an attachment they've had to boy scouts in the past you would know that better than me todd i don't know the answer to that well that's they have the troops are associated with local parishes and and local parishes can decide on their own the degree they want to be affiliated but because i I I always thought that's what you guys kind of had knights of columbus did for you know what don't they in a way do what boy scouts do in terms of well, for men, for men it's yeah. a men's group. Yeah. Uh, but um, we. Okay. It, it, so it's just for adult men then. They're not like grooming cr- the next generation no, kind of no, thing. No, no, Okay, gotcha. Um, but more broadly speaking, <laughs> they me. should, and they should have done it yesterday, but I doubt they will. Uh, let's see. Getting into the crazy here. Rob Yates says Senator Sass loses the 2024 Republican primary to Kanye. Yeah, I'm going to sell on that. Okay. I, I think. It's far more likely Kanye will have turned on us and then turned back toward us by 2024 yep. than that happening. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So Tony Mercer says jalapenos on hamburgers. Sigh. Sell. Bye. Sell. Okay. So Andy says Han Solo movie will be better than expected, while Avengers Infinity War 2 will disappoint. Um, I'm going to sell. So I think it's, I think, it, I think, I think the Han Solo thing is possible. And I'm really only thinking that because this is an ongoing conversation in my home with my son on an almost daily basis. He is like convinced of it. This is like his theory. Okay. That what? That the movie's going to be better than we think because 
the trailers are and and how the reaction to the guy playing Han Solo is is successfully lowering everybody's expectations enough. That's that's my son's theory. I I I would be very surprised if Avengers four, which is what we're really talking about. Yeah. I'd be very surprised if it disappointed. Now it's got a very high bar to meet. It may not exceed this it, movie. It was set up perfectly. But the but it, the way it was set up and the fact that they've filmed most of that movie already. Yeah. You you what you're watching is the first of a two-part story. So they they went into this movie. See what what, what often happens with sequels is they don't know where it's going from here. You see that with the new Star Wars trilogy. They they actually did not come up with a trilogy storyline. J.J. Abrams and Lawrence Kasdan, who wrote The Empire Strikes Back for George Lucas, came up with a one-episode vehicle that would then set up future storylines they would flesh out later on. And I think that did a tremendous disservice to Ryan Johnson's film because I think people went in with a certain baseline expectation of how Ryan Johnson would resolve the, the, the story threads that J.J. Abrams introduced in The Force Awakens and kind of, you know, raise either, uh, you know, a solo or she's a Skywalker. You know, you know, you see what I'm saying? I mean, everybody kind of had, we had two years of binary choices of all these story threads and Ryan Johnson like rejected like all of our binary choices and just introduced his own paradigm instead. And people are like, whoa, hey, I, this is not, this isn't any kind of a follow-up to The Force Awakens. No, it's not. That's that's the fault of the, of the people running Disney and the Star Wars franchise. If they wanted an actual seamless garment of a trilogy, they should have set up some kind of a three-film story arc, given Ryan Johnson boundaries of you can do whatever you want within the story arc. But they didn't do that. And so what you have are two films that couldn't be more different in terms of their tone and temperament. Because they're two totally different interpretations of the Star Wars universe. One is J.J. Abrams doing a fanboy homage where uh, Han Solo is a black guy now and Luke Skywalker is a chick now. And uh, you see what I'm saying? It's the, it's the same story as A New Hope. And BB-8 is essentially 3PO and R2-D2 all rolled into one. Stop talking. You're depressing the hell out of me. That, that's what he did. He did his I homage know. to the yes. Force, the, the, A New Hope. Yes. It's just a, it's a modern day takeoff. The Last Jedi is a paradigm change. It's a totally different film. It is. There's a reason why in the trailers they feature Luke saying, it's time for the Jedi to end. There's a reason why Kylo Ren looks in the camera and says, let the past die. Kill it if you have to. He is clearly trying to start a new story universe. And so the series becomes off, comes off as disjointed. Here, the Russos are doing both of these films with the Avengers. They've done other Marvel films. It was smart to have them do Captain America Civil War, which was sort of the teaser team-up, mass team-up film. So they kind of got their feet wet, figured out how they could actually bring all these disparate storylines and everything together. And now they're just sort of, you know, dialing it up from where they were before. So I'd be shocked. Shocked. Just as I thought they had one of the hardest jobs in movie history to live up to Avengers Infinity War expectations because of everything they inherited. Now I think they kind of got one of the easiest for the next film to be good because they set it up perfectly and they've already filmed most of it. So, you know, I think you got to try to ruin the next movie. That's my view of it. So I have to just one buy or one sell on that? It's not splitting them apart? Yes. I've got to sell, I I believe for this all Steve's reasons. Um, I do think 
solo will be better but i think expectations are fairly low and i i don't think i mean maybe people will say it's not quite as good but i don't think it's going to be a very large departure from this the thing with the solo trailers i love everything about them until he talks (laughs) you're just like that i'm sorry that's not han solo but that wasn't you were never going to get anybody i've just resigned myself to that after seeing multiple and the trailers keep getting better all right, then the re- that, it, if, if that's the case, then what it means is that the rest of the movie has to be great to compensate for the donut in the middle. Yeah. Know what I'm saying? So, you know, hey, if you don't have Akeem Olajuwon, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, you know, Patrick Ewing, you know what I'm saying? If, you're not, if you don't have that kind of guy in the pivot, guess how good the wing players have to be? Sure. They got to be great. So if we can't recreate a young Harrison Ford, if that's just too big a shoes for anybody to fill, fine. Then the rest of the people in the rest of the movie has to be Golden State, has to be the Golden State Warriors. Yes. Otherwise the whole thing will fall apart. I think that's probably right. Okay. On a similar topic, Chris Pandolfo says Marvel movies will never ever end. Of course they're not going to end. This thing, this uh, an Infinity War has already made the gross domestic product of a small Latin American nation on top of everything else. I, Disney would not be buying 20th Century Fox, I believe. With the money they're losing on ESPN and everything else, their stock price just went down again yesterday as ESPN's earnings report was lower than expected. I think Disney is solely going after 20th Century Fox to... to bring in the next 20 years of Marvel movies and put it, and reinvent the X-Men and actually do the Fantastic Four right once. That's, that's why I think they're willing to do it because the amount of money, and that's just at the gate. We're not even talking merchandising. We're not even talking on-demand sales. We're not even talking direct cable, cable network replay rights. These movies are multi-billion dollar enterprises. And so, of course, they're not going to stop making them. Because we all agreed on the hold, did we use our hold before, or did it all cancel out? No, you used your hold. I, I think you're really pushing your you're, – yeah. you're on really okay. shaky ground here. The fact Rosa. that you okay. act that question means okay. that you don't well, – In then, fact, I, I am thinking of hitting you with the cup, actually, now. Yes. Then I, then I will sell only because of what we talked about uh, yesterday when we talked about – the inspiration behind the movies do they understand what they're making this thing seems to hang on a razor's edge this is the concern if they move forward with the next generation you know with um, in that last scene um, with the the SOS to Captain Marvel Mm -hmm. and that what's to stop okay we did a lot of uh, pro-America pro-traditional values what if they go the other direction well, if the and if, they'll lose money, and I know, but if, so, but this that seems to be the main point. And if they will stop making movies if they go that direction, because people won't care about them, they'll be bad, and that's it. Depends on what the, where the culture. So it's is a at. qualified sell. Yeah, it, it depends on where the culture is at. Yeah. Uh, R. Witz says after observing Kanye's recent rise, Hillary Clinton starts tweeting conservative talking points leading to a Republican primary bid in 2020. I'm going to buy that because she already says she's a capitalist. Uh, barring direct providential intervention, that's a sell. Yes. 
Do Mike Austin says garlic powder is the best seasoning. Sell over oregano, over I basil, love garlic. But I don't know if I would say powders. I would say if you want to call, I would even garlic, rank it over black pepper. I would. What? No, I love black pepper. I do. I wouldn't even rank it I, over sea salt. That one pink seasoned sea salt, see, I, which they stopped selling at Walmart, and it makes me really mad. If you want to call garlic a seasoning in and of itself, not the powder, but the actual garlic that you press yourself in a little garlic press, yeah, I could eat that on anything. Uh, I gotta have my put that oregano. on my pickles. Got my my oregano, my basil. No, put that on my Wisconsin old Wisconsin beef sticks. They're really cheap at Sam's, by the way. Hard sell on my end, Todd. I think vinegar. It well, that's good. Vinegar is a food group to Erzin. Yeah, I, I, I take it's a delicacy. I take several swigs of apple cider vinegar every day. It's good for you. Vinegar is Erzin's cost is is to Erzin what Costco cake is to me. <laughs> Costco cake. White trash delicacy, bro. <laughs> Freaking love Costco cake. Um, I will buy only because I think arguments can be made and and. Steven hey, to quote Michelle Wolf, "Don't knock it to your rocket, mm-hmm. man." You ever tried it? Costco cake. Yeah. I'm sure it's good. Costco but. cake, the local grocery cake, nowhere close as good as as, as Costco. Costco cake is hmm. that's good. That's mm-hmm. that's as good as white trash living gets mm-hmm. right there, brother. Right there. But since in my own cooking, I probably use garlic powder as much as anything else. I'll, I'll let it stand. It it it's right there. Are bacon chunks a seasoning? Yeah. Bacon, Damn right they are. Bacon is everything. <laughs> Bacon is everything. Bacon is love. Because that's my favorite omelet seasoning right there. Bacon oh. chunks. Life. Yeah. Yeah. Bacon is the air that we breathe. Jacob Hibbard says, Joe Burrow will make a bigger impact at the team he transfers to than Shea Patterson will at Michigan. Joe Burrow is that OSU, Ohio State uh, quarterback transfer, right? Uh, yes. Um, oh, wait. I'm going to And where's that. he from? Boy, I, I think I'm being trolled. Why do I think I'm... This so is Ohio State legitimate. also has a transfer quarterback? No, he's transferring oh, yeah. away because he didn't uh, even start. Yeah. He's been the backup to JT Barrett his whole career. I saw a story that Iowa State is in the running for him. I've watched him play in a couple of springs. I think he's pretty good. But come on, guys. Shea Patterson started is, in the SEC, and he's listed by a half dozen mock drafts, the first round draft pick next year. I mean, come on. Yeah. All right. I really, I hate being a homer. Have I have I come in here just guys? It's working. Have, the trolling is working. Have, I, have you heard me just singing hymns to Jimmy the last five months? Jacob Hibbert is inside. No. Steve no. Head. Okay. But this is but such. Since a, you started watching that television. This show. is such a ridiculous take. Come on, man. I can't. I can't even. So, Can't even okay. come on. You're selling not to mention any of the teams you would go to don't have all the other talent Michigan right. has. Right. Here, let me um, just put it this way: forget the teams, forget team names. A guy who's a lifelong backup at Ohio State, <laughs> going to a borderline winning program, is going to have a larger impact than a first round potential first round draft pick, who in ten games in the SEC had 23 touchdowns and 10 interceptions going to a team that returns nine starters from what was the number three total defense in the country last year. Forget team names, forget anything else. That's the premise being asserted here. How ridiculous does that sound? Whatever you say, boss. Very. Very <laughs> ridiculous is the correct answer here. Uh, I buy, I, whatever I'm supposed to say to agree with him, buy or sell, yeah. I just want my job. You're doing to me what I do to my yeah. wife. Tell me what I yes. need to say to make this stop. Yeah. Uh, tell me. You're so right. Just tell me what needs to happen so this will end now. 
Thank you. Yes. Uh, okay, last... Uh... She doesn't like it when I do that, by the way. <laughs> Aaron, that's a little tip. Don't, okay. Don't do that. Und- yeah, don't do that. Understood. Uh, non-hyphenated America says the Houston Rockets beat the Golden State Warriors in the Western Conference Finals. I'm going to buy that. I'm going to buy it just simply because I think there's some a, a little eye of the tiger hunger there for the Houston franchise. And... It's just tough to keep, even as talented as Golden State is. It's one of the most talented teams in NBA history. Um, It's tough to do it year after year after year after year. Because you you have to also remember that when you keep winning at the rate the the Warriors are, you you know, you're playing like another one third of a season on top of 82 games. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. And then you do that, if you're as good as they've been the last four or five years, you're playing all those extra games, all that wear and tear. It's like they've... So in the last four years now, it is like the Golden State Warriors have played a whole extra season compared to every other team in the NBA. And so I I just think those intangibles, I'm going to buy Houston. I I just think there's a hunger, chip on the shoulder, eye of the tiger factor there. I am I am selling. I think, uh, and I could see him winning in uh, five. I I I think in a, a way, last year Durant getting hurt for part of the season, and this year Steph Curry being hurt for part of the season, it causes the team to have to refocus and keep their eye on the ball and not just kind of slogging it out, doing their thing until they get to the playoffs and get sleepy. Um, I. And and I think um, they'll kind of have that. Uh, finally, um, uh, that is a great line in a um, movie about King Arthur. Once, uh, finally, a man worth killing. Um, you know that, that this is. They're. I think Golden State can't wait to play these guys. I mean, they're a legitimate good team, and they just want to show that. Yeah, yeah, this is all the things you're talking about. You know, and you're absolutely right. It's it's hard to maintain. Oh yeah, we're going to show you. So, I expect it's still going to be there. All right, moving on now. Kent Van Hemmert sent me an email a week and a half ago with a great idea. A link to an MSN.com, not MSNBC, MSN.com article, 70 best movie quotes of all time. We're going to start at number 25 because we don't have time for all 70. Uh, These, uh, again, typical rules for these list games that we play. You're buying if you agree that um, the the quote is where it should be, generally agreeing where it generally should be on the list, Uh, selling you don't agree with uh, where it is on the list or that it should be on the list at all, or holding, uh, it's kind of hard to use on these, that uh, you're not really sure. Uh, We'll start with number 25. I love the smell of napalm in the morning. Lieutenant Colonel Bill Kilgore in Apocalypse Now. Sell. There's no way there's 24 better movie quotes than that. No way. I don't even need to know what they are. It started I, already. I, 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 I think don't even the, need to know. There's no way. This is the soonest that this has started in one of these lists. There's no way there's 24 better movie quotes than that. Sell. I'll buy. I think there are 25 better. 24 better. All right. They call me Mr. Tibbs. Uh, already, I was wrong. I'm Virgil already wrong. Tibbs. Yeah, I'm already, I was wrong. Yeah. In the heat of the night, yeah. They call yeah, me Mister right. Tibbs. Yeah, is that yeah. Sidney Poitier or something? Yeah, but yeah. that's yeah. Yep. yeah. Uh, hard sell. Thank yeah. you. So, all right. Yeah. Pretty number, confident. There's 23 movie quotes better than that. Number 23. Just keep swimming, Dory. Finding oh, Nemo. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize, Steve. We're even now. <laughs> I really okay. Apologize. Whoever's dumbest. <laughs> 
Doctors! <laughs> oh, come on! Throw me a freaking bone! I didn't even get one in! So. Uh, let's see. I don't know what this... I've never heard of this. He's not the Messiah. He's a very naughty boy. Uh, this is Brian's mother, Terry Jones, from The Life of Brian. I don't even know what The Life of Brian is. Yeah. But, I, but I want to hurt myself. And the picture that so. they have is some decrepit woman with terrible teeth. Yeah, so. Thanks. The Life of Brian? Isn't that Monty Python? I don't know. I don't know. Only Monty, Pyth- Monty Python I know is... Holy Grail? I fart in your general direction. The Holy Grail, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, boy's best friend is his mother. This is number 21. A boy's best friend is his mother. This That's Psycho, right? Bates from Psycho. I can buy that. That I, It belongs on the list. I'll buy that. See, now I'm... So, you just bro- um, you're broken no, out. So, I am. So, I just pi- felt like I... am pissed and angry. Present all this. I, I just felt like I needed to buy a quote I've actually heard of. <laughs> And so that's why I just did that. All right. There, I mean, I've spent my life talking with my friends in movie quotes, in, so I know there's yeah. great ones, and this is what we're doing here. Yep. Uh, number 20, I've always depended on the kindness of strangers. That's this one of the all-time Blanche great. Dubois. Blanche Dubois. Blanche Dubois. Showing your age there. Dubois. Yes. From uh, Streetcar, uh, Streetcar Named, Named Desire, Desire. Marlon Brando classic. That's a buy. That's absolutely one of the famous movie lines of all time. Sure, whatever. I'm ready. Uh, number 19, I'm ready for my close-up. Mr. Up. DeMille. Yeah. That's another, Norma that, Desmond. Yeah, that's Sunset Boulevard. That is it, that's it. What number? Number 19. Yeah. There's people over the age of 60 listening to us right now saying there's no way that's only number 19. What's the line again? I'm, I'm ready, ready for, for my, my close-up, close Mr. DeMille. Oh. That's one of the great final lines in cinematic history. If it so I'm going to sell because it belongs to probably that and I get by on the kindness of strangers which is Vivian Lee's character in A Streetcar Named Desire from Gone with the Wind fame um, I, both of those should be higher actually those are two of the most famous movie lines ever so number 18 Sid for a second there I actually thought you were going to eat me Diego I don't eat junk food it's from Ice Age 2002 I, I don't want to play we, this game. Yeah, I think we're tapping. I think we're done here. Thank you. Number seventeen. You're going to no, need a no, bigger no, boat. No, really. I, I, I think we're done. <laughs> I, I, we, Ice Age Two is one of the top. Number 20. sixteen. Uh, not my tempo. When you said Diego, I thought we were going Dora the Explorer. I there thought for we a were second. doing. I thought we were doing the Princess Bride, and I'm like, that's the Princess Bride line we chose. The number, one I don't know. Number fifteen. I'm king of the world. I'm. I'm. I'm okay. Number fourteen. In Switzerland, they had brotherly love and 500 years of democracy and peace. And what did that produce? The cuckoo clock. It's from Harry Lyme, played by Orson Welles in The Third Man. I, I just... Number 13. Who did, who did this? I'll be back. MSN, which is a, still a website, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Here's I'm going to go on my AOL um, email account. I'm going to rip these guys. Here's looking at you, kid. Number 12. That, well, most people would have that like number yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, number eleven, Mrs. Robinson, you're trying to seduce me, aren't you? That's a that's a very yeah. famous one. Yeah, we're starting to get uh, into okay. relevance. Number ten, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. That a lot, be a lot of people one. put that number yeah. one. That would be number one. See, so this is what I was one. thinking. Yeah. We just started like fifteen too early. Nine, Toto, I have a feeling we're not in Kansas no, anymore. That, classic, yeah. you yeah. bet. Yeah. Uh, number eight, here's another nice mess you've gotten me into. Uh, that's from Sons of the Desert. No, uh, I don't even. No. no. Number seven, say hello to my little friend. Oh. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Number six. Why so serious? Why Ooh. so serious? 
Yeah, absolutely. That belongs on the list. Now, I don't know that it belongs above some of the ones you've just mentioned. Like, I wouldn't put it ahead of Gone with the Wind. I would say okay. up there, at least in my generation, you want to see a magic trick is up there with Why So Serious. Uh, let's see, as far as Joker quotes go. Number five, You Talking to Me? Yeah, that's Taxi Driver. Robert okay. De Niro, that's the line that made his career. Sure. You bet. Number four, May the Force Be With You. Sure. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, number three, I'll have what she's having. I don't know. When Harry Met Sally. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, it's one of the all-time great scenes in movie history. Sure. Number two, Bond. James Bond. Oh, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Number one, I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. I'm fine with that yeah. being okay. number one. Okay. The top ten, there's only one or two that I thought, nah. The top ten was pretty strong. There's a there's one classic line that belongs somewhere. The one... That, the, the one um, line you had from a western that we didn't know what it was what was it it was um sunset something 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 oh uh let me look at it again here you you know what line should have been there in that spot instead if they wanted a line from a western in there you've got to have who are these guys from butch cassidy and the sundance kid Mm. all right um, I was that, that's got to be in there. I'm surprised. Go ahead, make my day is not in there somewhere. Yeah, well that okay. It's somehow somehow Ice Age two made it in, but <laughs> yeah. go ahead, make my day did not. Yeah. Is okay. it well? Look at starting at twenty. Um, uh, is this heaven? No, it's Iowa. I yep. mean, there's you any bet. number of lines. That, yep. You bet. That's uh, why I answered the way I did when e- I started. Et phone home is twenty seven. Uh, go so, ahead, make my day is number twenty nine. Did you find Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid? Nope. Who are these guys? Nope. That's one of the all-time favorite movie lines. Yeah. It's often quoted. Uh, let's see. Number 32, a census taker once tried to test me. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice, nice Chianti. Yeah, Hannibal yeah. Lecter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You can't handle the truth, number 33. This list sucks. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Several of the quotes you just named were better than the quotes you had in the top 25. Yeah. Final thoughts quickly, Todd. Uh, other than the fact that uh, I think that list uh, finally broke me. Um, it's the worst list we've had yet. Yeah, f- uh, f- Future Trolls. Um, j- boy, just wait till football Steve oh, season boy. and Steve, because this yeah. is going to be as lit as the Gadsden Mall. <laughs> Aaron. Um, boy, these lists just keep getting better from my point of view. <laughs> this is entertaining. <laughs> Well, let us know what you think about what we think, unless you're going to suggest another list. Yeah. In that case, lose our number. All right? Everybody else. Steve at SteveDace.com is how you can email us, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter, at Steve Day Show. Don't forget to hit subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher. Leave us a positive review if you have time. All of you that have done that, thank you so much. Until tomorrow, John 317. This is Steve Dace. I like you. 